Hello and welcome to the Program Your Life podcast. Come with me on a journey of self-exploration, overcoming obstacles, and learning to believe in yourself. I'm your host, Joe Parker. Join me and my beautiful wife, Kimberly, as we explore what it takes to achieve our dreams. Overcome our fears and doubts and have some fun along the way. It's sure to be a roller coaster ride, and we are happy to share it with you. Now stay tuned for an exciting episode of the Program Your Life podcast. Hello, and welcome to Program Your Life Radio. I'm Kimberly Parker, and I'm here with your host, Joe Parker. And today we're going to be talking about the power of presence. Being present to your life, living in the now, not worrying about the future, and not lamenting the past, all those would've, should've, could'ves that bother us. Being present to your life and paying attention to what's happening right now in the meantime. What an awesome topic. It's so great to live in the now when you can do it and not be thinking about things that happened in the past and projecting them into your present and your future, and not worrying about the outcome. What may happen? I can tell you that for a long, long time, worrying about the future was a big deal, because I didn't ever want to take action on anything unless I knew what the future outcome was going to be. I wanted to make sure that I was taking me where I wanted to go, and that it was going to be what I wanted, and then... One day I realized that I didn't have any control over that. <laughs> <laughs> right. And, and that worrying about it and attempting to predict the outcome was keeping me stuck. And it's also a real waste of energy. And it's exhausting. It's, yes. And it's fearful. It's totally fear-based. It's, fear -based. it's um, making up a lot of stories about what could happen... And 99% of the time, nothing like that ever happens. That's right. You cannot predict the future. Even though you may think you can, it, it never seems to work out. And making up stories about the future is a waste of time and energy. It is. And it also leads us to take things personally, assume things. And I can remember times where I would have uh, an encounter with someone, maybe it didn't go my way, maybe I had an expectation about how it was going to pan out, and it didn't, and then I would spend time making up stories that I'll do this, and if this happens, I'll do that, and if this happens, I'll do that, trying to come up with the outcome, and makes for a lot of worry, it's really... <laughs> You miss, when you do that, you miss your life. Well, if you miss wanna, what's happening right now. If you want to set yourself up for disappointment, all you need to do is have some expectations. <laughs> <laughs> so the best thing to do is not have any expectations. Mm. Take it as it comes. Mm. Accept, you know, whatever it is as it is. And I think that's really difficult to come to because... In some ways, it feels like surrendering and not planning something out, not taking action, not being proactive. That's not it at all. It's trusting, really. It's trusting that things will work out and in your favor for the, for the highest good 
of all involved. And I, I have experience with being able to look back on things that have happened in my life, things that I really wanted at the time that did not work out. And a year later, looking back saying, wow, I'm so glad that didn't work out because this is so much better. And I never imagined this outcome. And this is far better um, than what it could have been. So having enough experience with those kinds of results has taught me to let go of things and not worry and trust that it'll work out the way it's supposed to. Right. Things, without any direction from me. Right. Things are always perfect. You just don't know it yet. We had a really good example that just happened, what, yesterday with our son and his phone. Remember that? Mm. So he, he uh, got his, his own phone. He's been paying for it for the last few months. He went down and he got a track phone because he, he's 18 years old. It's, it's time for him to get his own phone. And, and he's been buying minutes for, for this phone. And he got this little dinky phone. And it, it wasn't like a nice, you know, iPhone like he used to have. But he'd been dealing with it. and he, But it cost him way more money than he thought, you know, to keep minutes on it. It was a pain. So he went and he, and he drops it in the lake. <laughs> so now he's all bummed. Accidentally. Yeah, accidentally. He dropped it in the lake. He's all bummed. Because he's thinking, oh, this is a real setback. So... But what happens is, is he spends about a week looking at cell phone plans and different stuff, and he comes up with a another cell phone provider, which is what Metro PCS, and they've got this really good thirty dollar a month deal, and he gets he goes down and gets himself a smartphone for thirty dollars, thirty dollars a month, and he's in a, and he ends up with a brand new phone in a much better position than he was the week earlier, paying less money, paying less money. <laughs> So something that, you know, he probably looked forward thinking, oh, this is a bummer, turned out to be a really good thing. Mm. So, you know, it was the expectation and, and the idea that it was a setback was completely untrue, was actually preparing him for something better. Mm -hmm. and, and that's what the way we need to look at our lives, too, is that anything that happens is just preparing us for something better, uh, something grander, something that we can become an, a goal that is getting closer, a dream that is beginning to materialize because we have to get some of the, the old stuff out of our way so we can get the new stuff in. Well, if we go back to our old belief systems and the, 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 what we tell ourselves, um, those old stories, and that, that old programming is so hard to, it's impossible to turn off. That, that's that's the reality of it. It's, it's hardwired. It's stuck in our psyche. It will never change. Uh, the only thing we can do is override it with new beliefs and changing the way we think. Well, also, and that's a constant challenge for me. I have to work at that every day. Yeah, well, also, in order to make room for the new in your life, you have to let go of some of the old. Like, for example, up in my dresser, in my closet, I've been getting rid of some of my older clothes so that I can make room for new clothes, right? I've just, my closet's been stuffed for years with old clothes, and, and I haven't bought anything because there's really no room. So I've finally gotten to the point where I'm starting to throw stuff out, and that's given the opportunity to go out and buy some new clothes, and that's, it feels so good to actually have some new clothes. I've never done that before in my life. I don't, 
Other people buy me clothes. I hardly ever buy clothes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so it's been a good experience, you know, learning to let go of some stuff so that something new can come in. So how do you practice being present to your life and living in the now? Well, one of the ways I do it is I, I do kind of walking meditations. One of the first things I do when I get up and I, and I go to work... I'll get through, you know, the initial onslaught of emails and stuff, and then I'll go out and I'll take a little walk, 15-minute walk, and while I'm doing that, I clear my mind, and I just kind of allow myself, whatever is important, whatever is going on right now, to, to kind of come back and bubble up. So the, the first five minutes of my walk, I'm just letting go of everything. I'm just clearing my mind, and to the point where it's just... You know, I'm just enjoying nature. And then what will bubble up is what I want to focus on right now, what's important for me right now. And doing that, I come back from my walks, and I'm like, ready to go. I'm like, okay, my day is, is set. I, I almost do my daily planning during these walks. And, and that way I, I come back, and I'm, and I'm engaging because I've let go of all of that stuff that was, was kind of, you know, nagging at me first thing in the morning. And, and I managed to kind of refocus on what's important, what's current. How do you do it? I start my day off with meditation every morning. And that centers me. My bigger challenge, because I, I have a, a solid practice of doing that. I'm very committed to doing that every day. Uh, when I don't do that, I don't feel centered. I don't have balance. I'm, my mind just races. So that I've learned, because I've gotten results from daily meditation, that that's a way to quiet my mind and have some peace. My challenge these days is how to keep that throughout my day. And that's what I'm working on now. I really want to stay present as often as I can because it feels so good. I see so much that I missed before. When I don't practice presence, there's just a lot that I miss. So one way I do that is breathing, focusing on my breathing, bringing myself back to breath, and just paying attention, looking all around me, and taking in beauty, nature everywhere. And I don't have to go on a hike to get that. We happen to live in one of the most beautiful areas of the world, so everywhere around me I'm surrounded by beauty um, and just breathing into that and and when things do come up challenging person interaction I go back to my breath to stay present to stay in in the now and to to ask for guidance of how to handle this how to respond to you know I ask my higher self to check in how do I respond to this angry person who's Having a bad day, maybe. Um, how do I stay, stay present and stay moment and not react? Not react to what's going on in my environment to make conscious decisions and choose how to respond. And so I do my best to pay attention to that. And that what, what helps me get back to that is focusing on my breath. Just take a deep breath. And that really centers me. Yeah, I think that that's 
part of what I'm doing when I'm when I'm doing, taking my walks is I'm I'm breathing and I'm looking at nature and I'm centering myself and, and um, clearing my mind mm-hmm. and that helps me stay present. And the other thing I I come back to is just trusting that things are going to work out. I do not worry as much as I used to. Uh, I don't feel the need to control as much as I used to, to, to control my environment. And I also don't feel that it's my my business or my place to. I trust that other people have their answers and that things will work out. And I'm, I'm not in charge of that. And, and I really don't want to be. I used to feel that I had all that power to control things around me. And um, I spent a lot of energy and just just letting go. And it's, it's surrendering to a power that's going, the universe, that's just going to work everything out without any interference from me. I guess that's a good way to put it. I, I do my best to practice non-interference. <laughs> Not interfering my opinion or my beliefs or the, the way I want it to go. And just trusting it to work out. Even plans that I may make in the future, and if it appears that, that that's not going to happen, I can let go of that and trust that maybe there's a better plan. And I I don't have to orchestrate that. I don't have to be attached to the outcome. And just by doing that and practicing that gives me such peace and uh, the ability to just be present to what's happening now. Because that takes so much time and energy and planning and that I, I miss what's going on right here, right now. Right, and a lot of times thinking into the future is really just kind of story-making. Exactly. Right? I mean, we're, we are projecting a potential outcome, and we, are, we think it is the reality. We set expectations based upon that reality, and then when things don't go that way, when because they, they never do, then we get upset, we get disappointed, maybe we get scared even before we start because if that um, imagined reality is something that maybe we don't want, or, then we'll get afraid of even moving forward. Mm-hmm. So what I've been doing lately is I just don't really think about that kind of thing. I don't mm. attempt to predict what the future is going to be. I just focus on what I'm doing now, do the best I can at whatever it is I'm doing, and, mm. and let it go wherever it's going to go. I mean, mm. procession is going to take over. As long as I stay in motion, there's going to be procession. Something's going to happen. Some, you know, an opportunity's going to come up. So, Can you explain the concept of procession? Because I don't know if all of our listeners understand that concept. Sure. Well, procession is a concept in astrology, or is it astronomy? <laughs> where they t- it's about um, basically celestial bodies and the gravitational poles and how things are all kind of um, in rotation. And procession is that when a different things are in motion and they're close to each other, they affect the outcomes. So, like, when planets are spinning, they're affecting the motion of the other planets around them. So their motion basically alters the course of other things things within the the galaxy and Buckminster Fuller applied that to human behavior and he basically said that if you're in motion 
towards a goal, anything that you're doing in life, what you're going to do is you're going to then change the course of other people around you and things are going to come into your life that it would have never have been there if you hadn't stayed in motion. So you, if you're moving towards a goal, you set a goal, you start moving towards it, now you're in motion. Well, procession necessary, will probably bring something in from like 90 degrees to the side that you didn't expect. And, and not only that, but Buckminster Fuller said that that thing that comes in from 90 degrees, that'll probably end up being better than what you were going for initially. So you really don't know what your, outcome, what your ultimate goal is. It, it may be something completely different. So he said, you know, take the blinders off when you're moving towards your goal and look for the things that come in from, the, from 90 degrees because those are fantastic opportunities. And they may be what you're ultimately after. So that's, that's real, procession. That's a real key about staying in motion also because mm -hmm. I think sometimes we'll stop and make up a story about, oh, it's not going my way or the way I expected it to. And sometimes that will stop. Or, or something will come in and you go and you'll, you'll reject uh, right. it because no, it's not that's, what you, right. you were initially going for. But, mm -hmm. So don't reject things that are coming in, those opportunities, those are being brought to you through procession and those are gifts. Also, and don't stop moving. You know, stay in motion and taking action. Right. Uh, th that's the key because something will evolve from that. As we talk about these concepts and you know, living in the present. And um, it, I just want to make very clear that this is all a practice for me. I do not have it all figured out. I do not have it down by any means. It's, it's a constant um, practice and working towards, you know, that which I, it gets easier and easier and easier. And I certainly have more awareness than I did even six months ago. And that's because I keep working at it. It's a practice. It's a practice. How, will I ever have it all figured out? No. Um, am I going to some, someday wake up and just just have it all? No. Mm -hmm. uh, so, But I, I will stay in motion, and I will continue to learn and grow and be aware and be teachable. Remain open and teachable to what I can learn. Right. We're always learning. We're always getting better. And it's a journey. It's not necessarily a destination. You never know what the future is going to bring. So stay in motion. Take the blinders off. Look for the effects of procession. And uh, greet those gifts as they come into your life. And uh, you never know where you're going to go. So that's our show for today. And thank you for listening to the Program Your Life podcast. We will be back probably in another week. Uh, we've got a couple of exciting things before we let you go. Kimberly's play, Lost in Sound, is just about to be released. So we're really excited about that. Look for that online. And then uh, my book, I got my first draft done. Woohoo! Really excited about that. I'm, I'm working on a cover and I'm working on getting some testimonials and some people to give me some feedback on the book. So we're hoping to get that out in the next couple months. You didn't say my website, lostinsound.biz. That's L O S T. I-N-S-O-U-N-D dot B-I-Z. Okay. We'll see you next time on the Program Your Life podcast. Well, that's our show for today. Thank you so much for tuning in. 
We were so happy to be able to share this episode of the Program Your Life podcast with you. Make sure to check us out at programyourlife.org. You can always find our podcasts there. We're also going to have the podcasts on iTunes, in the iTunes store on the podcasts, and then there'll be some on our YouTube channel. So look for us online, and we will talk to you again very, very soon. Thank you so much to the Program Your Life podcast. Until next time, this is Joe Parker signing off. Bye-bye.